If you are listening to this podcast, it means you're searching, searching for someone who understands you, someone who gets you. You are yearning to be understood and to belong. Welcome to the Someone Gets Me podcast, where we help smart, talented, and sensitive people navigate an often insensitive world. I am Diane Allen, your host. My roles as ambassador, author, speaker, and intuitive mentor for bright and talented people are woven into each episode. I have the experience and knowledge to educate and inspire as I have been there and I understand your unique intensities, sensitivities, and challenges. Welcome. Two essential questions for making any change. Hi, friends, it's Diane here talking about changing. Now, you know, Socrates said the only constant is change. And many thinkers and many motivational people have said a similar kind of thing through the years. So I'm thinking that they're all on to something, that the only constant in our lives is change. And I know when I first learned this idea and it really sank into me, I was a little bit resentful of it and resistant to it and didn't want it to always be that way. And then, of course, over time, I learned how to embrace the fact that things are always moving. And I'm aware that the universe is always expanding in unity, diversity, and complexity. So things are always changing. The seasons are changing. I mean, think about it. When you stand outside, the wind changes and it comes from different angles and different pressure and different breeze and different temperature. Everything is always changing. So once I became more, might we say, um, oh, in the flow of change, appreciative of change, loving change, all of those things, once I started making that shift, I started having a completely different experience. And along the way, I've, I came up with a few questions that I use that are kind of conglomerates from different people and different experiences I've had. And I want to share those questions with you because I think that people who are on purpose about changing, where you know many of the clients who seek out my counsel for whatever reason have a desire to change something, whether it's changing their mood or their way of being, or or a lot of times it's a family dynamic system, something. There's a change that somebody's desiring to be made, and they seek out my counsel to do that. And it can be personal or business, whatever it is. Change is everywhere. There are a lot of people in the world who resist change and fight change and in fact keep wanting to go back and there is no going back so i I believe that if we learn how to live in the flow of change and make friends with it so to speak learn how to dance with change versus fighting change we have a whole different life experience so the first question of these two very important questions i always ask is this. What am I willing to do? Now, there's another version of it. And that other version of it is, what am I willing to do to get what I say I want to get or go where I say I want to go? 
Because sometimes what I say I want and what I want might be different. And you all have had that experience. Maybe you took on another person's view of something. Oh, that's a great idea. I think I'll do that. But it wasn't, it wasn't yours. It didn't come from your heart. And so you start going down that, on the, down that rabbit hole, down that path, and it doesn't work because it's not yours. In college, I had a roommate who went into accounting because his brother did and his mother really wanted him to. It was not his plan. It was not his goal at all. And he was a friend of mine since we were very young and we were in college together, racing sailboats. And he kept doing what his brother did and what his mom wanted him to do. And the whole time he was miserable, the whole time he was unhappy, the whole time he didn't want to do it, the whole time he would look at myself and the uh, my other two roommates wishing that he could be happy like us because we were doing what we wanted to do. And then, of course, over time, he had went into that profession and still in that profession all these years later. But the last time I spoke to him, there was still that sense of longing, that sense of something missing. And he never actually gave himself permission to fulfill his heart's desire because he was too busy filling the heart's desire of others in his family. And those kinds of things, I think, can make life a lot more challenging. So the question becomes, what am I willing to do to get where I say I want to go? And it takes inner honesty and integrity. It takes the guts and courage and faith on an inner way, like our inner landscape, in order to take a stand for what brings us joy, what it is that our heart is saying that we want to do. And so then we need to ask ourselves, what am I willing to do to get it? What am I willing to do? You know, and some of the goals, I had to go to college. I had to take classes I didn't want to take. But they were part of the curriculum for the degree I needed to do what I wanted to do. So sometimes we have to kind of, you know, put up with the things that are ancillary to where we want to go because it's part of the path. And sometimes it's the things that are very, very, very exciting. So that's the first question. And I think it's a very important one because I work with people in the area of personal and professional change for many decades now. And some people have the belief that if they just sit back and meditate and pray and journal, it'll drop in their lap. And it really takes more effort than that. The prayer and the meditation and the journaling is very important. And the action and then maybe the change of belief system and the words we speak make all the difference. So that's the first question. Now, the second question that I think is very, very important here is what am I willing to no longer do to get where I say I want to go? What am I willing to no longer do? Because we're all about, in this culture, all about what am I willing to do? What are you willing to do to get it? When I was running treatment centers, it was what are you willing to do? When I've been in business meetings, you know, the person talking and inspiring everybody, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to do? Well, 
That's a great question. But I always say, well, what are you willing to no longer do? You know, I had a client that was wanting to change his nutritional profile and get healthier on some levels. Like, And so one of the things he was willing to do was add more protein to his diet and work out differently, right? And make adjustments on what he was already doing. But then when I said, so what are you willing to no longer do? That kind of stumped him for a moment because he hadn't contemplated the fact that maybe there were some things he was doing that he needed to bring awareness to that he could be willing to let go of and not do any longer. And one of the things that he was willing to no longer do was have irregular sleep patterns and not give himself the rest and the personal restoration time necessary. So he then, when he had that epiphany, started doing the things he said he would do, but then also stopped doing the things he said he was no longer going to do. And now he had a double benefit for his goal. And he got it much faster because he realized that we can work, work, work. But if there's a part of us working against the very thing we say we want, it becomes an issue. Follow me? I know you are. And I know you're already thinking of something that you want to change. So if we have effective change going on, then we want to pay attention to what am I willing to do? And what am I willing to no longer do? Now, willing to do it does not mean you have to do it all in one time, all by noon, right? Or it's not a weekend project. Willingness has to do with a mindset to make a decision to do what we need to do, whatever it is, to get to the goal we pick. Now, your goals are impotent if you're not the one in charge of picking it and choosing that particular goal. So when you adopt someone else's goals or just a good idea, then most likely that goal will be impotent in your reality because it's not yours. Now, you might have a similar goal, and if it comes from inside of you, that's great. But the key is to not be seduced into adopting someone else's goal and then thinking it's for you and then trying to go after it simply when it's theirs. So if you get totally inspired by somebody and that's their goal and you're like, wow, that is really an amazing thing, then you take it within you in a meditation or when you're journaling and you say, okay, how can I take this inspired idea, this goal that I just heard from someone else that really turns me on and gets me going? How can I make it mine? What parts of it move me forward? What parts of it do I want to take and make mine? Because each one of us is individual. So many of the people I work with over the years have very similar goals. You know, I work with gifted and talented people, even if they don't call themselves that. And a lot of times there's a lot of goals that are very similar. A lot of them have to do with social justice issues and doing the right thing. And a lot of them also have to do with creativity and bringing something to the world that is important to them. And in all cases, other people or situations or even songs and things will inspire them. But the key is, 
put it inside yourself. Say, okay, what about that inspires me? And how can I make that energy, that feeling mine? Then we can make the changes that we want to make in order to get there. It takes, though, that inner awareness. Now, another part here with what are you willing to no longer do is to remember that you can't read that label from inside the jar. So it's always useful to have a person or people in your corner that you can talk to, that listen to you, that help give you the information or the feedback that supports you. Now, if somebody says, let me play devil's advocate, that's not what I'm talking about. In fact, that works against you. But it might be somebody with some good questions or just hearing yourself say it out loud. What is it? And then to feel how you feel when you say what your changes you want to make or what the goal is. So there's so many different nuances here, but the point is that so often I hear people saying, well, what are you willing to do to get there? What are you willing to do to get it? And that's a valid question and it's a good question and in action gets us all in trouble. So we want to have the opportunity to take action. And I also believe that asking the question, what am I willing to no longer do? really helps seal the deal. I had a goal recently that um, I was working on and I was, what am I doing? And I'm doing and I'm working. And and then I had to remind myself, oh yeah, what am I willing to no longer do? And what I realized was that some of my other action that had to do with other parts of my life, they weren't really getting sabotaging, but they were getting in the way. They were slowing the process down. The moment I identified these things, I was able to make some very um, kind of simple shifts. It took effort to do, but it wasn't all that hard. But what it did do is it made it so that the path toward what's really important became a lot more smooth. So I hope this has helped you. I know this is a little bit shorter of an episode, but it really matters, I think, that we pay attention to the questions that we ask ourselves and all the different fluid viewing sides of these questions so that we're not always on one pattern of do, 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 let's go like you're a machine because you're not a machine. You're not a human doing, you're a human being. So part of it is releasing some of the old things that get in the way of the new things. And sometimes it's very subtle and it takes slowing down and giving ourselves awareness and time and opportunity to say, is it really working? Is this really what it is? And really pay attention to the inner truth, your inner truth. When you say out loud what you want, what you're going for, what your goal is, pay attention to how it feels, how your own words land on your heart. That will tell you right there if your goal is in alignment with your innermost being. And as always, friends, if you have any questions or comments or want to have a a complimentary conversation with me, please feel free to follow the links in the show notes because I am always here. My answer will always be yes to serving in any way that I can. So remember to keep your face to the sun so the shadows fall behind you because you're a rock star. 
You're here on purpose with a purpose. So go out there and ask yourself the two important questions with any change you want to make and watch how the doors open for you in ways that are absolutely amazing. Until the next episode, be well. Are you tired of searching for someone to understand you? Join our Facebook group, Someone Gets Me. In this group, you will be able to connect with others who are intense, sensitive, smart, and talented. I share my insights and teachings, and you can connect with others in a real, authentic, safe forum. So join us today. Someone Gets Me.